Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Afternoons on SEN. The Amazon Prime, the test season two premiere is on tonight. Season two for you to watch. We'll talk about it during the course of the next couple of weeks. Steve Smith's been good enough to join me to talk about it. The man who passed on Brabham's tally of test centuries for Australia in Sydney moved to 30. Steve Waugh's got 32. Ricky Ponting's 41. It's probably the furthest thing from Steve Smith's mind right now. He's in celebration mode, but it's great that he can join me on this day of uh, R&R, probably. Welcome to you, Steve. Firstly, thanks for joining me, and uh, how do I find you on this beautiful day? Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, Matt, pretty chilled the, this morning. Uh, a little bit of press this afternoon with, um, you know, the, the test documentary premiere this evening. So, busy day, but uh, looking forward to the, the, the premiere tonight. You're just a background figure in this one, they tell me. Is that right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't watched well, it. I didn't watch the first one either. So, uh, <laughs> it's um, no, look, it's, it's, it's an amazing, um, you know, I've, I've heard so many amazing things about the first season. Um, everyone really enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully the second season is no different. Do you think you'll ever watch it, Steve, when it's all said and done in a 10 years' time or see how they've recorded you for eternity, even if it's a little bit different to the way you remember yourself? Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, for the moment, obviously, tonight, I think they're playing the first two episodes. So, you know, that might get me into it, perhaps. Um, we'll, we'll wait and see. But, um, no, look, I think this season, it, it really delves into us as individual people and, and shows us away from the game, which I think is really exciting for everyone. Yeah, I can understand why you might not have watched season one, but it seems as if Australian cricket has turned a new page. Look, I think we're playing some, some really good cricket at the moment and, um, you know, we're playing in the right way. So, um, you know, everyone's enjoying themselves. We've had some real good success in the last 12 months where we're growing as a unit. Um, we're adapting really well in different conditions and um, hopefully that can continue with, with what we've got coming up. We've obviously got a, you know, a great hurdle to overcome in India and then um, the Ashes, obviously. So nine hard test matches, which uh, everyone's really excited about and looking forward to. Yeah, so you feel this is the point of reckoning? I know that obviously beating South Africa, you know, the Test Championship was up for grabs and you demolished the West Indies and had a really good series against South Africa. But it looks as if everybody's going to have an eye on India and the Ashes as the big moment. Yeah, of course. And and I think um, as an Australian, winning in India and, and winning in England are probably the two at the top of the bucket list. So, no, the next six months are going to be really exciting. Um We've got some, some big challenges. They're both quality sides and playing good cricket. So, um, yeah, we can't wait. Now that the dust has settled on the South Africa series, how will you remember it in your mind? Pretty successful, even though the rain cost you? Yeah, I think it was a great series. We, we played really good cricket throughout. Um, yeah, obviously Sydney was disappointing to 
have lost the amount of play that we did. Um, you know, had that gone five days, I think it would have been a really good wicket. They were starting to get some some good rough and a couple of cracks come into the surface. So um, it certainly was a result wicket. Um, but yeah, difficult to get the result with the amount of play we lost, unfortunately. We're talking earlier on about the NFL's fair catch rule. Ball must be controlled before it hits any turf. And if it does touch the turf, it's fine as long as it's already been controlled uh, and then the turf or the ground doesn't move the ball or help you control it. Um, you look like you had your fingers under a couple and yet the grass between your fingers might have been touching it. Do you think they'll ever change the wording of it? I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, I think looking back at um, my two catches in particular, the first one I could see, you know, a bit of an element of doubt um, in the way that I sort of dragged my hand forward. But um, the second one, I, I certainly feel like I got underneath that one and it felt like a clean catch to me. But, you know, you've got to respect the umpire's decision. Decision. They've got plenty of cameras there and obviously saw something different. So um, you go with the umpire's call. But, um, yeah, I certainly felt like a, that second one went in pretty cleanly. And is that the, the discipline approach that you have to have we can argue about drs improvements but you just have to move on because i'd love to ask you if you've got a an improvement to the drs tracking on lbws and the way it adjudicates catches and whether there can be an improvement made to it and whether you think the ball tracking is 100 percent look that's far above my pay grade um you know i just <laughs> go out there and go out there and play the game and uh, do it to the best of my ability and um, and that's it. So, you know, if there's any improvements that can be made, I'm sure people will look into them. But, um, yeah, for right now, we just go about our business and use the technology that's on hand. Do you think half-ball benefit of doubt should stay with the batter, though? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's categoric. I won't ask you to continue on because you've made the statement and I, I think most batters would be of that belief. <laughs> hey, what are you going to be... Is, what, who's going to be spinning the ball for Australia... First test against India, and are we treating Ashton Agar's performance too harshly? Yeah, look, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, look, it was uh, Ash's obviously first game back for a while in, in test cricket. Um, hasn't played a great deal of red ball cricket in, in recent times, but we know he's a quality performer. Um, obviously, Nathan Lyon's going to be there, and who else makes a play? And I'm not sure. So um, there's plenty of options out there for us, um, and it really depends on the surfaces where we're faced with as to to what teams we'll go with. So um, we're going to have all bases covered over in India and it's going to be an exciting series. You and Travis Head look like genuine contenders for man of the series. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, no, I thought um, Heady in particular had an amazing series. I think the, the 80-odd he scored in that first test match was probably worth about 200 on that wicket. Um, so, and then obviously the way he took the game on in the second test and um, gave us an opportunity in the third test to push the game um, with, with obviously the, the rain delays that we had. So it was pretty stiff, I think. But, um, yeah, people voted otherwise. So um, credit to Dave. He obviously had a great, great Boxing Day test match. And the red ball, seeing it in the dark conditions, I can't believe in this day and age we haven't got lights good enough for you guys to be able to play when there's no rain to overcome the gloom, do you think we'll ever get lights that can illuminate play to the point that the red ball will be safe, or do you think we're always going to have this dilemma? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not the one that produced the lights, so I can't tell you. But, um, you know, that's been the rule forever and a day, that um, if it gets too dangerous, then, um, you know, you come off. There's um, 
you know, when you're facing 150 kilometres an hour and you, you're struggling to see the ball as a batter or even as a fielding unit, um, it can be pretty dangerous. So um, I don't know whether you can create better lights or not. I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure they'll be able to create them. Hey, Steve, um, I better let you go. I appreciate you joining me. Uh, the celebrations, did they last long into the night last night? No, it was pretty quiet. Uh, it was a busy day today with the, the premiere, so um, knew that there was lots of work to do today. So, um, no, pretty subdued celebrations, but um, it was great to have a beer with the South Africans after and recap what was a, you know, a really cool series to be a part of. Well, thanks for also being with us for SEN Test Cricket whilst we're at the SCG, Steve. It was fantastic how many of you guys made yourselves available. So uh, we always appreciate that, and I appreciate it again today. Good luck in India. Thanks so much. Cheers. Steve, Steve Smith joining us. That's it for Dwayne's World today. Back tomorrow, of course. Midday madness at midday, so please join us at midday tomorrow. Bit of cricket, bit of AFL coming your way tomorrow. You call, you get on. That's a midday madness promise, so please... Join me on that number tomorrow, one 736 736 Brought to us by Werribee Kia. <laughs>